With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The following is a snippet of an exclusive members-only podcast episode for our Patreon, Chronicles Tifosi. Become a member at patreon.com forward slash Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content. I do want to speak about now um, Milan, because I think that this is a club that has been under a lot of pressure as well. Um, it, well, their manager, Stefano Pioli, certainly how we went from calling uh, Pioli, you know, a man on fire, Pioli is on fire, to now being somebody who is everyone's questioning whether or not he still deserves his place as the coach. He obviously didn't manage to win the Coppa Italia match, went into this match with just a teeny bit of pressure on him um, and produced a wonderful performance. Milan in general were absolutely delightful to watch. It looked like they were in control. They obviously still had their moment where they switch off, conceded a penalty to Roma, um, but came back and scored a magnificent goal. Uh, There's a part of you that thinks, oh, Teo Hernandez on the left is just that. It's just so powerful to have him back in the left as opposed to being a centre-back. Question marks over Leao, whether he's ever going to really be that guy that always comes through. But but Giroud, Giroud, 37 years old and still such a powerful presence up front. When you have that kind of player for you, you just kind of wish he was available for every single match. But mostly, wasn't this about purely showing us that when people have started to criticize him tactically, whether or not he's naive in some of the decisions he makes and how he plays games, whether it's a high line, whether it's going for it against the likes of Inter, was this a case of, trust me, I know what I'm doing tactically? I think it was a great contrast between Jose and and the things we just talked about with ultimately his results against the top six teams in the league being extremely poor across his tenure at at, at, um, at Roma. And then this sort of wonderful stat that Pioli is now by a long way the manager with the longest unbeaten record against Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho, I don't think anyone else has gone more than three games against him without losing once. Uh, Pioli's now at six. Um, and yeah, Roma came out and tried to attack a bit more than we've seen them do in other big games. They did try to play a more ambitious kind of football. Um, and, and Milan just 
again with a decimated defense with Gabian Kier at center back. That's not that's neither of your first year, first choice two at center back. Um, just handled it and and struck on the counter extremely effectively at the beginning of the game and then and then managed the game wonderfully from there. I thought there was lots of really encouraging individual performances in this. I thought Adley um obviously took that goal really, really well and and nice to see him coming through. I thought Loftus Cheek, I've I've been frustrated by Loftus Cheek sometimes. I think he he shows flashes of things, but I think he sometimes um needs to slow his feet down and 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 take more consideration on the ball. But um I thought he was he was good in this one. I I, I think Milan, to me, I think purely has and I think I, I think I've been mostly consistent on this podcast of this. I think some of the talk about him being fired was always a bit to me ridiculous because the idea that there was someone else who was going to step in and 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 fix this with the injury problems they had um was um was a bit pie in the sky and they're not going to compete for the scudetto i don't think they're nine points off it but i think they are doing just fine actually in third place and um i think he's maybe it's still his last season there but i, I think he's been not always given the credit he deserves a victim of his own success, you know. Yeah. He, he himself said that they they were ahead of schedule when they won that scudetto. It was a double whammy. Not only did they win the scudetto unexpectedly with a brilliant run to do so, but they also beat Inter to the title and Inter were the defending champions. So I think it was, it was double the effect there. It was not only that Milan have gone and won the league title unexpectedly when Pioli came in, he inherited that mess from Marco Giampaolo, lest we forget. It feels like a lifetime ago, but. They also played great football. He discovered some wonderful players along the way, the likes of Pierre Kalulu. There was that thing where those players all got better in their second season under Pioli. You know, we saw the likes of Benacer, Rafael Liao. They were all kicking on loads. And I think this season, unfortunately, came following all the big change with Maldini and Massara moving on, the big sale of Tonali, that huge investment with a portion of the, you know, using the Tonali funds as a portion of the of the transfer kitty in, in the whole in the whole thing. And, and no senior management figure coming out to actually defend Pioli or the club. You know, it would often be Maldini that would speak before games and they didn't have that. So therefore, he becomes the lightning rod for all of the criticism. And the criticism was warranted because he lost five derbies across all competitions in a calendar year. And I think... That has played into the way he's perceived by the Milan fans. I mean, it becomes stale with a coach after a while anyway, unless you continually reinvent yourself and keep winning like Pep Guardiola does. But that's Or Jurgen Klopp, that's, that's the exception rather than the rule. The rule is someone like Pioli, who probably has come to the end of the road now, but that doesn't warrant sacking him mid-season when he's easily going to finish in the top four. And I think Milan are easily the third best team in the league. And up until a few weeks ago, I would have said they're the second best team in the league. Juventus have all surprised us a little bit, but I think they do play good football. They do bring through young players. Now he's tapping into the academy products as well. We've seen lots of debuts recently. We've seen Partizaghi and Zeroli and Jimenez and Chaka Traores coming in now. And then we saw Camarda. I mean, Camarda was a little bit of, I think that was more a PR move for him to say, look how shorthanded I am. I'm going to give the, the 15-year-old a, a debut. But and then the guy with the big thighs. <laughs> Who's the guy with the big thighs? <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> but now I want to know. The centre back. The centre back. Oh, Simic, Giancarlo Simic. That's okay, the Giancarlo one. Simic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I think there have been a lot more positives than negatives. Naturally, they go out of the Champions League, but again, they go out of the Champions League in a group with Dortmund, PSG, and Newcastle. 
it's it's the hardest group they could have on got. equal points with PSG. Well, in the end, I know it, it went to the last game, but it, it it was actually not the sort of humiliation that I think it looked like at a middle point of the group. Um, and and if if uh, Dortmund and they have regrets over the goalless draws in match day one and two as well. Have yeah. they won either of those? This two is what I mean. If if we look at the actual performances that they managed in the group stage, Milan looked on top in so many of these performances. They just couldn't convert their opportunities because they are somewhat reliant on a thirty-seven-year-old because they bought ten players in and didn't decide to go for a, a proper number nine who could take over. Unless you you think of Luka Jovic, who was bought on the final day of the transfer market on a one-year contract. They didn't even expect him to be any good. In fact, he's he's exceeding their own expectations. So I I. Do I, I do sort of feel like it's really bizarre the way that people have really gone for Pioli. And I'm not saying that he hasn't made mistakes because he absolutely has and he deserves his criticism for it. And I do question Leao's progression. Is he doing enough to sort of help Leao? Because I, I do feel that this is a player with so much talent and so much skill and then I'm not seeing him to be developed day in t- to the extent that, for example, Lautaro Martinez has, you know, um, as, as an example. And so I do I do question these things. But for purely every time something's gone wrong, like when he's lost Manian for a long period of time, for example, last season, and had to switch to a three-man back line and find a way for Milan to still be effective. He lost Kessie, and then he lost Tonali, and then he lost Ben Asser, and still create a whole new midfield and still found ways to push it through. I do feel like it's... You know, when you're up in a derby against a team that went to the Champions League final and Milan fans are upset, you still reach the semi-final of the Champions League. And I just feel like that's so overlooked because it's Inter. So it's like, put your derby ridiculousness aside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think Inter is defining everything. And I think when That's you look it. at the league table, to Inter. Patrick mentioned it last week, Inter are setting a stupid pace this season. Inter exactly. are on course to go above 90 points. Well, I say stupid, of course, there's been a few teams who've done that recently and Napoli did it last season. Did they finish above 90? They certainly said 90, 90 on, on, the, on the nose, and, slowing and down, but yeah, 90, I think. I think if you take a sort of a step away from that and you look at it and you say, well, actually, Milan are on course for around 80 points. Is it is it such a disaster given the injuries they've had? I I think that given that they're, they're again they're they're not 
spending the most. They're not spending as much as Inter, Juventus, or Roma are on wages. Is it crazy that to say that's that's pretty much? Maybe it's not far exceeding expectations, but it's at least in line with them. I think. I mean, let's be honest. Had, had you heard of Reinder? How many of these players have you have you heard of the ones that had joined? You know, like were you? I mean, when you are a Milan fan and you hear of, you know, this is the team of Van Basten, and you're like, well, we're going to bring in Okafor, we're going to bring in Reinders. I mean, they're good players by all means, and they've turned into and they will turn into great players because we've seen a lot of talent for them, and I'm I'm really impressed by them. But I'm saying to expect straight away that you go into the group of death of the Champions League. He already defeated PSG with Kylian Mbappe in that team, and and and. I, I do feel that sometimes people just look at it based on the derby win- losses. Now, I'm not saying that they haven't made mistakes, but it is exactly that. It is judging them against this team that is doing spectacularly well because they are outspending you. I mean, Milan haven't even, they're not even in the top three of the highest spenders in Italy. They spent a lot on transfers this summer. I mean, we can acknowledge that. They, they spent Absolutely, more but a lot of that is funded by Tonali's sale as well. Yeah. And, and and now the sale of Kroonich and, the, you know, whatever it is, it is, it has been, you know, getting off Ibrahimovic's is salary off uh, and they've made that clear. So I do, I do think also that when you have such big difference changes in management as well, teams suffer. You cannot have a coach who does everything. And yet he has been alone. The cheese who stands alone, you know, he has been alone, you know, lost, you know, some big members of the dressing room. I think Ibrahimovic is a big loss as well, in all honesty. And yet I, I do find it remarkable that he always finds a way to do something that can bring it back. And I think this was a performance that really perhaps took the heat off until obviously the next loss in which everyone will still be wondering. He needs to win a derby. I don't think can he will he? anytime soon. I don't think so. But that's how his entire Scudetto was defined. Sia Girato Giroud. It was mm-hmm. It was literally, they came from 1-0 down to win 2-1. Giroud scored a brace. They went ahead of... Into into lost to Bologna. That was the iconic moment. You know, there are there are a number of them. They won the title by two points, but you could look at that. And I think had it's not only that they lost the derby right at the start of the season, they lost the derby five one. And actually, after eight games, Milan and Inter had identical records. They'd each won seven games. So actually Milan set aside that because Inter lost to Sassuolo and Milan won all their games either side of the derby. And so suddenly you think, had you won that derby, that's a six-point swing. You know, I People don't like the cliche about six pointers, but in this case, it really is because it's not only three points that you've dropped, it's three points that you've given to your great rivals. And we've seen Inter aren't dropping any points. They've no. drawn against Bologna, they've lost against Sassuolo, they've drawn against Genoa. That's it. And, they, uh, they, and they're looking like 90, if not 100 points the way they're going. And, so, and that's the problem. Milan have left themselves nowhere to go and Pioli's reign is constantly tethered to Inter because people are looking. Inzaghi came into Inter at the same, more or less the same time that Pioli came into Milan. All right, they had their first full season together, I think. And and people look at it that way. They see a, an Inter side that's playing their best football for 15 years, you know, since, since Mourinho was there and they won the treble. Even then you could say how Champagne was their football. Then it was winning dominant football. Um, and Inter gone to the Champions League final. Now they look like they win Serie A. In the meantime, they've won the Coppa Italia twice. They've won the Super Cup twice. All right, they're not huge trophies, but there's a constant winning cycle that Conte brought back that league title. And since then, they've they've won a piece of silverware every single season. And I think that rankles with the Milan fan base. It's like, yes, we're developing, but we are still the second force in the city and quite clearly so. Can they actually win it though? Here's the thing, yeah, because... Maybe Inter will be a little bit, I mean, they look in optimum condition. We have to talk about Inter next. You know, they look in, 
I thought that they had started looking very tired and then Chanaloglu does not at all look tired, <laughs> not after that performance. But is there a possibility that, you know, after going to Saudi Arabia, that they might just be, you know, that bit more tired and somehow come back and then Milan do a little bit of a Juventus and just park a bus somewhere and there's a possibility of getting a 1-0 victory? Is that... Is that Everything's everything's possible, right? Everything's possible. Injuries happen, um, form changes. To me, the the reason the league looks beyond them is because it's not just Inter. It's also- Head to seriachronicles.com forward slash Patreon now and subscribe to the Chronicles Tifosi Patreon membership with a free seven-day trial. Get early access to every full-length episode and voice note before the rest of the world. Plus, all episodes are 100% ad-free. And you get bonus Patreon-only exclusive episodes, video episodes, and behind-the-scenes extras. Also, be sure to join the new chat community in the Patreon app and chat with fellow subscribers. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.